Welcome to episode number 100. That feels like a milestone. And many of you who haven't been listening to us for those whole 100 episodes, I thought I would take a moment to talk about why. Why are we doing what we're doing? Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. Join me as we dive into episode 100 today. But before we go there, let's open with a bit of what we call worship prayer. Today we're in Psalm 103, verses 1 through 4. I said on Monday... (laughs) that we were going to camp out in Psalms for a while. Well, a while is going to be about two episodes, (laughs) just two episodes, because today we're in Psalm 103. And next week, when we jump into the Acts series, I decided that we'll actually worship through some of the Acts verses that we're talking about. But for today, we're still in Psalms. Psalm 103, one through four says this, Let all that I am praise the Lord. With my whole heart, I will praise his holy name. Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things he does for me. He forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. He redeems me from death and crowns me with love and tender mercies. Let's give those words back to him today in some worship. Join me. Father, I do want my life to be that. Let everything that I am who I am, what I'm about, the things that I do, the things that I think, the things that I say, praise you. With my whole heart, I want to praise your holy name. May I never forget the good things that you do for me. You forgive my sins. Thank you for that. I honor you for that as a God who forgives, who is gracious and heals our diseases, forgives my sins, heals my diseases, and redeems me from death. Thank you, Jesus, for that gift that you've given us, for voluntarily taking that on when I couldn't pay that price myself. And doing that, you redeemed us from death. Thank you. And I am so grateful for a God who sees serving and sacrifice for ones that he loves, which is you and me, as something to be a part of his character, as as that is the God who we serve, the God who we love not a God of power and death, but a God who loves so, so generously. Amen. The rest of this day, this episode is a little unusual. For those of you who haven't been with me from the beginning, this show started almost exactly a year ago. When I wrote that down, I I realized I, I hadn't really thought about the fact that it was almost exactly a year ago when we started this, when the pandemic shut down the world as we knew it. I felt helpless because I'm not anything that was able to help people in that kind of a situation in a physical sense. I'm not a healthcare worker. I'm not a scientist. But I thought I can do this one thing. I can pray and I can create a space for others to join me. So that's what I did. I didn't really think it through. I just made the commitment to go ahead and go live every day at 10 a.m. Central and pray about what was going on in the world. And over the months that morphed into two intentional podcasts, one on wisdom in Proverbs and this one. When I began recording for podcasts during the live stream, I created a more distinct framework to the show. We'd been starting the broadcast by praying through the Psalms, and I shifted the whole show to praying scripture. And as we hit this milestone of 100 episodes, I thought I would hit the reset button for a moment and talk about why we're actually doing that. Why do we pray scripture? 
I was a long time into my life as a Christ follower, years, maybe even decades old as a believer before I began this practice of praying scripture, before I'd even heard of it, actually. I had done fancy prayer journals, who's with me on that, that did not last very long for me. I was obviously familiar with simple prayers for help. Those are the kinds that we offer most often, I need you. And face it, I have to admit to days when just before falling asleep, I'm like, hey, God, I love you. I forgot to talk to you today. I've organized and led three-day fasting and prayer events and church prayer retreats. I've read countless books on prayer, but other than simply sitting in the presence of God and feeling loved on, praying scripture is my favorite kind of prayer. Why should we incorporate it into our prayer practices though? I'm gonna give you a whole slew of reasons. That's actually a technical term for 11. I think I have 11 reasons here, biblical reasons to pray scripture, and these are in no particular order. The first is by praying scripture, we learn healthy patterns of communicating with God. Especially in the Psalms, but also in letters and in other places, there are biblical examples of how people have poured their hearts out to God, how they've talked with him about anger and sadness and sin and sickness and disappointment and joy, all the whole range of human emotions. And we can learn a lot as we use the language that they use to express ourselves appropriately. Secondly, Jesus did it. Most notably, his last words on the cross were quoting the first verse of Psalm 22. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? The full context of Psalm 22 is rescue and vindication following suffering. And it was not unusual in his time to quote a part of a scriptural passage with the full context in mind, like giving you a clue to remind you that, oh yeah, this is the whole story. The early church did it too. They were gathered and they were praying together. And as we see them in Acts, they were referencing Psalm 2. Another reason is that it gives us confidence and assurance that we're praying God's way and God's will. We can go pretty far out of bounds on our own. But by praying scripture, we might still not be quite on the bullseye because our motivations still play into our prayers. But generally, we'll have more confidence that our requests are in line with God's heart if we are praying his thoughts and his words. Praying scripture is a more God-centered way of praying. As we read scripture and we pray it, we're injecting God's perspective. More of our time will be spent God-centered than self-centered. It's a prescription for the very human problem of just being so darn easy to make everything all about us. Praying scripture also helps us take our thoughts captive to Christ. Paul says it in the second half of 2 Corinthians 10.5, and we take every thought captive to obey Christ. This is a way to train ourselves to do that. We are choosing to think Christ's thoughts about a subject if we are praying his words. Sometimes we pray to fight against the enemy, to wage spiritual battles. Scripture tells us that we are not battling flesh and blood. Our opposition, our enemy is spiritual. Ephesians 6, 10 through 20, describes the armor of God in a section titled Christian Warfare. Of all the things mentioned in these verses, two are offensive, the word of God and prayer. Now, what's more devastating than using one stick of dynamite? Two sticks. We're using two weapons to wage war with the enemy. Scriptural prayers are the perfect blend to increase our effectiveness in that battle. Praying scripture also glorifies God the Father. John 15, seven through eight says, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, 
ask whatever you want and it will be done for you. My father is glorified by this, that you produce much fruit and prove to be my disciples. Remaining in God, his words remaining in us, asking in prayer and receiving in those things, God is glorified by the presence of this fruit in our lives. So praying his words is a way for them to remain in us and a way for us to ask from a place of abiding in him. The word is also flawless and pure. Psalm 12, 6 says, The words of the Lord are pure words, like silver refined in a furnace on the ground, purified seven times. Other translations say flawless. If we are starting with words that are pure and flawless, we're going to wind up with a much better approach more often than when we start with our own definitely not flawless words. The word is also eternal. Luke 21, 33 says, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. There is power in praying words that will last forever. Praying scripture helps us submit to the will of God. As we pray the perspective of God, it helps us adopt the perspective of God. It helps us humble our hearts in obedience to truly mean the words that we are speaking. Now, those are all biblical reasons about why it's a good idea to pray the words of Scripture, but there are practical benefits, too. Anyone can do it. Any age, any maturity level, any education level, anyone can do this. It doesn't have to take time. It doesn't need preparation or guidance. While you certainly can prepare, you don't have to. There is no barrier to entry. Praying scripture is another way to meditate on scripture, to absorb the word of God. It sinks into us. It gives the words of God a chance to settle in our hearts, and we learn about scripture as a byproduct. The Spirit will instruct us as we think about and pray verses. We'll understand scripture a little differently. It also helps eliminate boredom. A gaping flaw in human nature is that we can be bored talking to the most interesting, most engaging entity in the universe. There is always something to say, something to prompt the conversation when you're praying scripture because the Bible is amazingly diverse. Another benefit is that praying scripture warms our hearts towards things of God. If you regularly absorb and talk to God in his words, your love for the word will grow, your love for God will grow, and your desire and hunger for spiritual things will grow also. Praying scripture also helps keep us focused. Just having words to look at keeps us on a path instead of just wandering off into our to-do list or daydreaming. We also tend to fall into habitual prayers, like things that we find ourselves repeating and saying over and over and over. And praying scripture both expands our topics, how we pray for things, and what we're going to pray about. When we influence our thinking, we then influence our behavior. So praying the word of God in relationship with God will influence our thinking, transform our minds, and our behaviors spring from our thoughts. So as our minds are transformed, our behaviors will follow. That is a lightning speed overview of both biblical reasons and personal benefits of praying scripture. And I didn't even mention the answers. What we often think of as the air quotes goal of prayer, because friends, if you think that the answers to prayer are the point, they're typically not. The point of prayer is not the results, but the process, the relationship, the actual conversation and time spent with God, changing our hearts, deepening our relationships, and worshiping. Now, if praying scripture is a new idea for you, you may be wondering what exactly I mean when I say that. There are a lot of ways to do it. 
But essentially, praying scripture is taking words that originated in the heart and mouth of God and circulating them through your own heart and giving them back to God. It is not trying to understand and apply the Bible, but primarily pray. So the reading is secondary. It's taking our daily requests and filtering them through the words in the Bible. Certainly, this is not the only way to pray. It is just one way. John 6.63 says, It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh is no help at all. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. So imagine the power of your prayer life to be consistently praying words that are themselves spirit and life. Johnny Erickson Tata said, This is not a matter simply of divine vocabulary. It's a matter of power. When we bring God's word directly into our praying, we are bringing God's power into our praying. This isn't a praying episode, but I'm going to close out today with a prayer from the words of Psalm 1914. It says, and I am praying, let the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you're watching this on the Grace and the Gravel Road Facebook page, we will be back again on Monday at 10 a.m. Central, starting a series on Acts. We're going to read through Acts, pray through the verses together. I would love to have you join me for that series. If you're a podcast listener, subscribing to the show and sharing it with a friend helps more people join us in prayer. We are brought to you by Grace and the Gravel Road, who helps Christian women grow a God-first life and business. And my heart is that you and I pray together, do this scriptural prayer together, that we will grow in our prayer lives, that God will use this time to direct you in your life as he uses it to direct me in mine. But most of all, I pray that you will fall deeper in love with a God who gave us these words. Amen. Amen.